It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. The Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. Jeff Johnson will be live from Oak Haven along the Gulf Coast. Beautiful day here at the beach. Uh, with me, making her triumphant return to the podcast. It's been a while since Kristen's been here. Yes. Kristen Peterson. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm amazing. How about yourself? Oh, you're amazing. Well, well, I'll be the judge of I'll be the judge of whether you're amazing. <laughs> Probably a lot better than last time we talked. <laughs> so so uh you 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 we started recording episodes and then your life got busy for about a year yeah. and yeah. uh and now we've got we've got a bunch of recording sessions on the on the calendar so I'm I'm glad for that. Um life Me does too. get chaotic sometimes, doesn't it? It does. But now it's it's settled down and I have like my own office now, so I have a quiet place to record so Hank isn't barking in the background every 2 seconds. That must be delightful. It looks like you have live plants behind I you. Do. I do. I didn't know into you a were a plant lady. person. You're a plant I lady did. now, huh? I did. I, yeah, I've got three plants in my office and they're flourishing. That's well, I mean, that's a lot easier than taking care of goats and children. Plants tend to be a lot easier than, than do you, some of those. Do you want to know things. what I am taking care of right now? Uh, it's yeah, totally sure. Brand. Do you want to mm-hmm. take a guess? Uh, a rodent of some sort. <laughs> You're right. It's a squirrel. I got another squirrel. <laughs> His name is Stan. Mm-hmm. Um. So my uh, listeners, uh, Kristen, ba- orphan baby squirrels seem to be attracted to Kristen. I'm not going to say because she <laughs> smells nuts, but uh, but uh, uh, that might be. I uh, may mm-hmm. maybe there must be something in your sweat that you're just putting off this. I don't know enzyme of of nuttiness that the squirrels really, really like. Well, I think it's just that people know that I do like take care of, I can like feed them and I know what I'm doing and I'm successful at it. So they just like give me all the baby squirrels and I can't say no. Let's pause at that for a moment because would you listeners, would you rather be the, the neighborhood crazy cat lady (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or would you rather be the neighborhood crazy squirrel lady? Mm. Um, hey, squirrel. hey, look at that orphan baby squirrel. Who should we give it to? Oh, Kristen. <laughs> Kristen, uh, for sure. So that seems, I, I, I'm i not sure I would like, that, that label seems, it seems to put you in a category of. Mm. Uh, I'm okay uh, with that. I'm okay with that okay? category. I am. You're going to embrace yeah. it? Okay. 
I do. And you know what? Stan adores me and I'm like his uh, favorite. Sure. And he's the sweetest squirrel I've ever raised. He like loves scratches. I'll have to send you a video. He like, he moves around so that he can get like the best scratches possible. And he even like moves his arms so that I can scratch him in a certain, he just, he's adorable. Oh, well, okay. Does he have any hair yet? Is he, is yeah, he, fill, is he filling yeah. out? He's Yep. He's yeah. like, yeah. um, probably seven or eight, seven to eight weeks old now. So he's starting to eat solid food and like in four more weeks, he'll be ready to go off on his own. So we have like a squirrel. We call it the squirrel hut. We have a screen porch off our garage and we like uh-huh. filled it with a whole bunch of dead branches. So he has like, he can practice. Mm-hmm. So he has the whole screen porch to himself and he can practice climbing up and down the branches and making a nest and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, and so he's going to, he's going to be set free and then he's going to be up in a tree. And then a red tail hawk is going to swoop down and little Stan is going to be no. thinking, Oh, here comes some scratches. Oh, give me some scratches. <laughs> and he's going to start and wiggling around. Like, and then the hawk is going to grab him and uh, dinner is served. So, uh, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Who, where, where will he get his scratches when he returns to the wild? Well, I'm hopeful we're going to, so we have a tree house in the backyard and I'm going to put the squirrel, his little squirrel house mm-hmm. by the tree house in the tree so that he'll maybe hopefully still come around and like sure. knock on my back door yeah. and wait for scratches. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that'd be great. You're gonna have to write that children's book. That'd be great. Uh, a little, mm-hmm. little stand showing up for Thanksgiving and everything. Yeah. That'll be, that'll oh, be really nice. Right? I know. Uh, that'll be, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see the video. Um, listeners, we're not, <laughs> this isn't all squirrel talk. We've actually got a topic. I don't know what it yeah, is yet. Kristen's going to tell us what are we talking yeah. about? Well, I have had a few people reach out to me and want to know how to, and I'm going to do air quotes, but nobody can see it, do play-based learning for infants. So that's part of the question. And then um, the second is for family childcare. I've had this pop up too, how you can do, do air quotes again, play-based learning or like open-ended style materials in a home childcare when you have a variety of ages of children to keep the infant safe. So two parts to that. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. Well, where should we jump in? Let's jump in with, I mean, maybe we should, um, Let's do the infants in play-based learning. Like, how would you answer that question? How do you do play-based learning with infants? I I guess my response would be, uh, do you you need to? Right. I mean. Like, put them them on the floor? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, look, uh, at, at that age, their, their version of play is, is looking at shit. And I mean, what are yeah. we talking about? It's infant. Are we, I mean, under one yeah. or what are we? Okay. Well, we can break it down. So uh, like, yeah, let's do under one. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, at, but at, it's that different, age, even for... at that age, play is, is, is there, they're looking at dust particles floating in the sunlight with yeah. the, what, what, the, the, the light coming through the window and they are, they are being amazed like that their fingers will like open and close and they're, they're flexing mm-hmm. their toes and they're making gurgly noises and, and the, they're learning that, uh, 
that that sometimes when they make different different noises or different faces or or different sounds or different expressions, it it impacts the way people respond to them, and they're learning there's some some order and predictability in the universe, and all of, all of that is infant play. Uh, mm -hmm. they're not you're not going to get a whole lot of uh, dramatic play out of out of infants no. not going to get a lot of uh not 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 a lot of block play going on with infants unless you consider taking a a block and and putting it in your mouth or trying to stick it up your nose and and maybe whacking yourself accidentally in the head with it because you can't control <laughs> your limbs yet as block play which 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 it kind of is and any 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 object play that's going on, it's kind of uh, a heuristic play. They're just basically exploring the the materials and learning the proper properties of things. And it's it's uh, it's a lot of touching and it's a lot of a lot of mouthing. And so yeah. that's that's what it is. And you like you said, you you kind of plop them on the floor <laughs> and yeah. uh, and keep people from keep people and squirrels and critters from trampling yeah. them. And I mean, it's pretty much done. There's not a lot to to do really. Here's a question. So if we know that play is self-chosen and self-directed, um, would it, would it, like an adult going to kind of like hang out with them on the floor and like move their arms with them and bicycle their legs and, and like talk to them, talk with them. Does that count as play? Well, I guess maybe, but look infants are are humans and i gotta you know if i'm just like sitting around and and tasha comes up and she starts moving my arms around and 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 trying to give me attention and and i don't want any attention then it's it's annoying and not play if 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 that contact if that interaction is is welcome then it could very well get playful so we need to read their cues then yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I would think, huh? Hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's like that. they're it's like they're little humans. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I yeah. And, and I mean, when they want, if, if look, uh, Meg de Gerber and 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 Pickler are are kind of the go to for for this kind of the infant toddler stuff, and 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 the whole idea is to to see them as unique human beings. And and know developmentally what you're going to get out of them, and it's it's just basically body awareness. Play for play for a a a young infant is is maybe trying to roll the fuck over. Um, <laughs> and I yeah. mean, and and just the wiggling and and uh, you know the the the, the 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 spit bubbles that they start making, and and so some of that stuff becomes playful, but mostly it's just. Uh, you just learning that that they're that they're living in their body and they're stretching those arms and stretching those legs and wiggling about and and so other than you know if, if we're gonna do if we gotta be if we gotta be doing no. something maybe what we need to be doing is making sure all that lower level Maslow stuff is being being yeah. taken care of we're making sure that they feel safe and secure and we make sure that their physical needs are met. And and then we give them time on their own to to do what they're gonna do. Jeff, I'm seeing so many parallels here with my squirrel. Oh yeah, like, well I can read tell. my squirrel cues. Like like he will let me know if he does not want me to give him scratches. Like he will run away. 
or or squiggle away. And then he lets me know he wants scratches by curling into a little ball and sitting in my hand and waiting. Mm hmm. <laughs> so many. Parents. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, when, when the baby wants attention, it'll curl into a ball in your hand. And, <laughs> you know, the, the, the exact signal signals might be different. Uh, and, yeah. and, and that poor baby, because we, we humans are so slow to develop. We don't have the, uh, the quick uh, physical development like squirrels because there aren't a lot of predators after us. Um, infants yeah. that don't want your attention can't scurry away. <laughs> no, but what, what could, what would they do? Uh, I, you pull a knife on you and tell you to get the fuck back. No, probably not that. Um, I just whine and cry. I, I, I mean, they, they let you know. And, <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, when we're giving them materials and again, for infants, loose parts is, is great, but you probably don't want necessarily the same loose parts you're giving giving older kids you want things that are going to be easy for their i get they don't have a lot of a lot of strength or yeah. control over their hands and so you want stuff that's easy for them to grasp if they if you're going to give them graspy things probably probably soft squishy stuff because uh they again they don't have control of their bodies and so when they start they get really excited you know how those hands start going they get a hold yeah, of something yeah. and they start whacking themselves in the head because you <laughs> gave them wooden blocks then you have to explain to the parent why why uh, why little uh, Brendan has uh, uh, bruises all over his forehead. Well, he was playing with blocks today and whacked himself in the forehead eighty-two times. Um, <laughs> and so soft, squishy things are probably better because you know they're going to mm -hmm. be going to be whacking themselves. Um, probably not a lot of the uh, the tiny Lego. Um, yeah, for, no. For infant, infanty, infanty, infants. No, um, but yeah. you could do Duplos. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they they in the hands but not necessarily in the mouth so much right okay so for those like family child care providers out there who have a multiple age range of children and maybe don't maybe have some loose parts but don't incorporate a ton of loose parts maybe have some more of like the traditional toy set options um how could you set up the environment to like be conducive to all ages so that the older kids still are able to engage in their things without the babies getting over into their stuff or do we not even need to worry about that well i mean there's as many ways of doing it probably as there are family child care programs but you know if we're talking about small parts um what we would always do is, you know, the the little Legos would go on the kitchen table when we had lots of little ones around mm -hmm. and then the gate would go in the kitchen doorway and then the older kids could be on the table at the table with the Legos. And then they would decide, hey, there's a gate there. We can actually play with these Legos on the kitchen floor because that baby can't get through that gate. Yeah. Um, and so just just little little barriers like that. There's those those baby fancy things that that, that are expandables. You know, like they, I, what do they call those things? Baby I have no fences? idea. I you know like what I'm talking about, right? They're those big. It's they, like they a like, mesh thing. Yeah, well, it's like a, it's like a playpen without the bottom on it, so it's, they can be put oh, out. So it's like, so it's a, like a, a yeah, fence for baby, a little, a little baby like a fence, and and so so some people use them. They put the they'll put the little ones in in there, and 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 like when you're outside, so you don't want the little ones going all over the place. But we always liked. I, I've talked to lots of caregivers that use those. They'll let the big kids play with their small bits and pieces inside that little baby corral, 
because then the the babies can't can't get into them. But so put the big kids in the baby corral or put the babies yeah. in the baby corral. Well, I mean, I've seen both. Either because, or. Yeah. Like, oh, the, the, the big kids could get themselves in and out, which is why why that works good. And then they can have their bits and pieces in there. But oh. I mean, we never really in the 10 plus years we did family childcare, we never worried much about it. Yeah. And everything was, was fine. fine. Yeah. What about like, if you have a sensory table, how do you fill that with materials that all can like, let's say like an 18 month old who's walking and like face level of the sensory table. I, I probably put it on the floor so they could get to it. <laughs> well, I mean, what kind of what, what's in the sensory table? I don't know. Like, what we'd have to like discuss what you could put in there for that age child, plus have it be engaging for older kids. So, like, so, I mean, anything. I, I mean, maybe not like I, ivory soap or. Uh, or ivory soap and like they get it in their mouth once and they're not going to do it again. Well, yeah, I mean, the things, well, it, it you got to know the individual human children as individuals because there, there are some kids that are going to be putting every damn thing in their mouth until they're four and a half. Yeah. And that's just some kids. And there, there are some little ones that by the time they're, they're 16 or 18 months old, they're mostly done with that oral fixation where everything goes in the mouth and then yeah. it's just some things. And, and so knowing where they are on that, on that wide spectrum of, of mouthiness yeah. um, is, is, is a good thing to be aware of because then you can, you, then you know how, how close you need to hover. Um, I mean, I, I talk about uh, Noah, who was in our family child care a lot. And and this kid, when he was he was probably 18 months old, he was he was done mouthing things and he was really mm -hmm. into the damn little Legos. He was done with the Duplos. He wanted the little ones and he had these mm -hmm. great fine motor skills. And so that meant I had to be it was kind of a one on one thing. There might be some other big kids around, but if he wanted to play with the little Legos, it was it was usually like him sitting on my lap and fiddling with them. So. Yeah, but but I was able to walk away from him a little bit more than than some other kids because there were others that that if they got close to those little Legos, they went in the ear or up the nose or or yeah. whatever. So you, you know, it's you, you got to know the 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 human children. I mean, there are some. Mm -hmm. Look, if I went out this morning and I found a orphan baby squirrel, there are plenty of adult humans I would know not to trust <laughs> with the with the baby squirrel and there's yeah. there's a handful of humans that i'd be like hey i need to know what to do with this squirrel i know who to get a hold of or i know you need mm. to know who to who to ship this squirrel to overnight um mm -hmm. to it and so it, it's I'm all about mm -hmm. and kristen kristen is hoping it's her but she doesn't <laughs> know that i've got i've got actually on my on the computer i've got a list of six or eight squirrel people uh oh whatever well, no kristen you're on the top of my squirrely oh, list thank you Mm. I thought you were going to say I've got like six or eight dead squirrels sitting on my porch because of Slinky. No, all of my dead stuff is still in the storage unit since our move. Oh man! Uh, yeah, all of my all of my jars of dead critters are still uh, still stowed away in the storage in storage. So, do you have a yeah, squirrel in there? Our dead baby squirrel, yeah. 
I, I'm uh, uh, since we're since we're Southerners now, I'm I'm really looking forward to the moment I get to put a a uh, armadillo in the jar because that's been one do of they, my. Uh, do they have my... armadillos in Mississippi? Or wait, am I not supposed to say that? You'll have to edit it out. No, if you don't want no everybody knows I'm in Mississippi. Um, okay. Yes, they do. Though I've only seen dead ones so far, and all of the cream filling is squished out of them, so there hasn't been any 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 wor worthy of adding to my dead things in jars collection. Uh, Do listeners, armadillos lay eggs? Uh, no. Are they like a reptile or a mammal? They are insects, actually. No. How does that work? Well, the the mama armadillo, the queen, uh, she she lives down in the armadillo hill. And uh, and then the the worker armadillos come in and, and bring her food and everything. And she gets big and and then she lays the the uh, the, the little pupas and uh, and then the uh, armadillos, uh, the baby armadillos uh, grow. They go they go through a metamorphosis. They are they're kind of kind of they when they pupate, they're kind of little little wormy looking things. And are uh, you kidding me right now? I'm totally kidding you right now. Listen, oh, 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 oh. you like, the faces Kristen was making on the Zoom. I was like, how have I never heard of this really amazing animal fact? Well, at least you didn't let me go to the part about how they made the made their cocoons and metamorphosed into uh into actual armadillos from their pupa state. Um well I was kind of getting on because like most insects like lay an egg that has the pupa in there. Yeah, so I, I, don't I know I how you got I, around I, that I, one. Well I, I had to work quick because you were I remembered I said on. they didn't mm -hmm. I remembered I said they didn't lay eggs. So uh <laughs> yeah listeners armadillos don't lay eggs and they're they're not insects. They are in fact birds. Birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My goodness. I'm going to do some armadillo research after this. When are you going to have a Southern accent? Uh, I said the other day, I, I, I said, I, I said, I said, yes, ma'am, to somebody not even, uh, oh. it just came out. Somebody oh, she, my. She asked me if I'd seen a, 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 a dog, her dog was missing, asked if I'd seen the dog running around. And I was like, no, ma'am. Oh. And, uh, and boom. So, so that, there you that go. happened. That's great. That yeah. did happen. Yeah. Don't know if that, yeah. that doesn't have anything to do with infant play um and, and so 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 doing i mean doing infant play is is giving them and when they get a little bit older when it's that i, I you know the mobile ones you, yeah. you gotta you gotta widen their environment give them okay. a little bit more more room to move around and yeah. and 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 a lot more variety and stuff to pull on uh because even even before they walk they are gonna want to start climbing on stuff um to to, yeah. to change levels and and look pickler and and gerber would say that that uh we shouldn't be putting them in bouncy seats or swings and or sitting them up to play with things um if if a uh, uh, if a infant is going to get into a sitting position they should get there themselves yes instead of, instead of being plopped into that position by by a loving caring adult who wants them to sit up and play yeah um and actually putting them in the containerizing them and putting them into positions that they can't get into or out of, well, they can get out of them because they usually just fall. Um, right. But, 
And they probably fall a lot more because they don't have the strength needed to get into the position. So they just flop out of them. And so the whole thing about, about taking, you know, people do the thing where they take the baby and they, they put the cushions around them and they set them up into kind of yep. like a little nest of stuff. And look, oh, I totally did that with it. my kids. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've totally done it. But developmentally, it's probably not the best thing to be doing for the little ones um, because when they can get into that position by themselves is when they should be getting into that position. So if I was, exactly. if I was doing infants all, all over again, I mean, we didn't have the swings so much in the bouncy seats and the little exercisers when they're going back and forth and that kind of shit <laughs> as, as much, but I would, I would get rid of the whole propping them up and stuff that we, we used to do because I, I think I know better now. And I think there's, there's better choices than that, which is to, to let them be and let them explore and roll and flop and, and, uh, and tumble about until they can get yeah. into those positions by themselves. Yeah. It's a lot of moving their body is their play yeah. trying to There's, figure out how their body moves in space. There is, uh, from my understanding, there is no need at all for any toys that beep or play music or make sounds or, or buzz or vibrate, um, that are bright primary colors. Um, yeah, no. human children have, have did without those things for, for most of the human, the history of human children and, and that kind of stuff. And, and then in addition to that, there's the, the, the there's the lapware stuff, which is the, the learning toys that, that children it's, it's like you, you set the baby in your lap and then you, you push the buttons together and then you learn your colors or whatever the fuck those things are supposed to do. All that stuff is bullshit yeah, and, no. and actually interrupts the process and isn't play-based. So all of that stuff can be, be left at, are there toy stories under more? Do toy stores even exist? Yeah, like, I don't know if, like, any of the big box toy stores exist anymore, but, like, you can find boutique, like, hometown toy stores in different places. But oh, How fancy. Oh, I know. Yeah, I guess there's toy departments, but all that stuff is is pretty useless. Um, Natural materials, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're looking for infant-toddler uh, activities, listeners um our, our our buddy nicole from inspired ec in australia they've got some on-demand sessions on their site that Ooh. uh that that offer some good infant infant stuff under under two stuff mm -hmm. nicole did a session for me just a a couple of weeks ago on on the topic of play in under threes so there's some Ooh. good stuff out there if you're looking for more resources and and and, and really with the with the little ones there there is a lot of there's the beginnings of uh, of schema play in involved in some yeah. of the things they do because they're they're interested in the way the way things move and in things like scattering objects yep. and and connecting things. Uh, I remember those little pop those pop yes. beads and that kind of stuff. And so some of that stuff is cool and okay and interesting, but but mostly you you got to know you got to know the little human and. Uh, and try to do your best to give them what they need when they when they need it. And mostly what they need is for you to give them the same stuff as we give older kids when they play, which is, is trusting them to make their own choices and keeping the environment safe for them. And beyond that, they'll figure it out. They will. I think, right? Right. Yeah. They totally will. Okay, good. Good yeah. thing we can trust them. Any final <laughs> thoughts before we wrap <laughs> this one up? No. You got anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Well, what day is this going to be released? Um, In like know. what month? Uh, the next couple of days. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, if not, if that's the case, I have a play retreat coming up in March, 2023. It's in Virginia beach, Virginia in a mansion right on the ocean. Um, we have space for nine more people. So check that out on my website. It's Kristen rbpeterson.com. There you that's, go, listeners. Yeah. There's where you, you, check you, it you out. go. I bet you can go to that website and find all kinds of, because if you're yeah. listening to this episode, uh, uh, three years in the future, yeah, that's um, true. that retreat's probably going to be over, but the yeah. website will probably still be there. Yeah. KristenRBPeterson.com is where you can find me and I'm pretty active on Instagram. So that would be a great place. Same thing. Just type in Kristen RB Peterson and you'll find me. And Lots uh, of good content you, on there too. You so. went through a couple of years where your website name was changing every year and a half or something. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do that to me anymore, are you? No, no. Oh, it's good. Official you're now. In. I have okay. it all registered as an LLC and everything. So oh, you're we're official good. Business. Well, listeners, mm -hmm. I, I I don't have a fancy retreat coming up, but I do need copies of your policies and parent handbooks and operating forms because I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with program operating and policies, Ew. operating procedures and policies and need, need sample. So you can click the, uh, the contact information in the show notes. If you want to want to send me some of that stuff, I would, I would be delighted if you would, because I'm obsessed. I'm glad that's your gig and not mine. Cause I would not be obsessed on that. Well, somebody needs to be. Hey, listeners, this has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. We'll be back soon with another episode. Tip your weight staff. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.